Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Marvel Guys Podcast. As always, my name is Jordan, and on my left is my co-host, Spencer. What's up, everybody? I hope everyone is uh, not like us and not sunburnt to a crisp. <laughs> I'm not crisp at all. I'm like uh, undercooked bacon, you know? Undercooked bacon. Uh-huh. Um, so we have episode three of Loki. We are halfway through the season now, or the, the show, or what, however long it's going to be. And uh, this one took some twists and turns. We got some backstory. We got some story. Um, and we got a little bit of action, but it felt like today's episode was really the relax and chill episode before the last run up until this main storyline concludes. That's exactly how it feels. Like, this is kind of like the uh, setup episode. This this is the one where the pieces are kind of in a certain place. And we're going to lull you to sleep. And then uh, the next episode, we're just going to come, like, right at you. Yeah, we had a few revelations in this episode. But they'll, compared to the past two, where we've gotten just, I mean seems so like much. every other scene we found something new mm. and informational um this one really gave us the reason to care about these last few episodes that are coming up because it really brought loki down to a very personal level and it made us realize some of the past of this female character that we're um you know meeting and also it just made us realize she's not just this like this bad character. Uh, similar to Loki, she has some some depth to her, and we had to kind of get that out of the way because if we didn't know who she was nor um, how she operates, why would we care? You know? Mm, yeah, I I was intrigued as to how they would kind of portray like both characters in a setting like this because I didn't see it really coming. I thought it would be like a little bit different. Um, it almost to me seems like it's like a almost like a love type of situation in a way. Mm-hmm. Like you could totally see this maybe ending like that, like the series kind of ending like that with them maybe not together, but like have love for each other in a way. Yeah, I can't see any kind of relationship thing no. at all, but mm-hmm. I could see them forming a bond yeah yeah so uh definitely interesting i will say that like i had no no idea that we would that this would be kind of like how this episode would kind of go uh we got no tva like we well we got like a little bit but we didn't get any like mobius at all right like he was not in the episode at all so uh it's very interesting. Very, very interesting. Um, but I definitely think, uh, you know, episode four obviously should have Mobius in it. But This has operated kind of more like Falcon and Winter Soldier than WandaVision. Yeah. Um, WandaVision was really interesting. There was really one central storyline in WandaVision, and that was the most important thing at all times. Um falcon and winter soldier there was multiple things going on and we now have a storyline that's completely different from where we started 
Um, so we're, we're learning, uh, Sylvie, uh, and, and Loki's relationship right now. And that was really the focus on this episode. So those purple, um, scenes that we saw in the trailer that a lot of people speculated to be Vormir, including me, um, we were off, but honestly not by that much considering they're just on a space rock somewhere. (laughs) And it was one of the many apocalypses. Uh, and right now it left us with, uh, a moment of how are they going to get out of this? So I'm very, very intrigued to see where they go with this particular scene. Mm-hmm. Um, but it all started really with a little bit of, you know, trying to throw us off. This first scene was like the, the music was coming in and I was like, okay, we're, we're definitely going to get some backstory here on Sylvie. And, um, all of a sudden I was like, Oh, we really are going to get some backstory. And then it's like, Nope. We're actually just, you know, she's taking control of, um, what is it, C20? C- Hunter C20? Hunter C20. Something like that, yeah. Because I think like all that. of them, all of the TVA agents are called Hunter. Right. And uh, so yeah. she's just playing with her brain, trying to get her to reveal the timekeepers uh, place at, in, at the TVA. And later on in the episode, we find out what she was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was just playing with her mind and being her friend in a past memory to try to extract some information from her yeah this was like very very interesting because i kind of had some thoughts right off the bat like when i saw this scene i was like kind of thinking to myself that like we were right in that maybe not like none of those people that work for the tva were actually created by the timekeepers like they say they are like you know, uh, it just seems kind of weird that it would be that way. And it always kind of did. Like we talked about last time, uh, last episode, the TVA just always kind of seems suspicious and everything about them is kind of, uh, just seems like the truth is never at the forefront of what they do. (laughs) Um, so with this scene, it was almost as if you kind of, you can probably put that together and and say, whoa, okay, maybe this really is like a past life or, or something else. Because you could obviously tell that it was the same character. Like it was Hunter C20. You could definitely tell that, but it was like, Mm -hmm. obviously not that time period either. So, um, yeah, it was just so interesting, and I, I did not see this one coming at all. Like, as soon as the music started playing at first, I was like, what are we about to get into? <laughs> because this is not how I envisioned this thing going, but right. uh, props to Marvel once again, man. They just keep you on your toes, because you can never predict any of this stuff, I don't think. No doubt. I mean, as soon as I heard the music, for some reason, my brain went straight to, like, bar scene origin yeah. story for sylvie yeah um was it sylvie or sylvia sylvie sylvie okay yeah um and i i was actually kind of shocked when it came up and they were at a dinner and i was like okay all right we're, we're learning you know bits <laughs> yeah. and pieces yeah. um that that style of music just seemed to associate with like back story right. music and marvel so yeah for sure. i was uh i was intrigued to see uh that that triggered my memory too mm-hmm. um but yeah we got to see a little bit right off the bat of like you don't know what we're doing and we're gonna make sure you think that or you know that mm-hmm. so right off the bat 
we see what caused her to panic and say, um, what was it? I it's told real. her. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's real. It's real. It's real. Um, and so that was one of our speculations was that maybe she was remembering something from her past. Yeah. Um, and, and she was. She was. Uh, but she also did divulge where the timekeepers are at, which is kind of odd. It's just, it doesn't make any sense. She was asking who guards the timekeepers, how many guards are there. She never said if there were guards, but she did say they were in, behind golden elevators. So, like, there's just an elevator in the TVA that you can just <laughs> go visit the timekeepers at. Yeah. And it's probably not even guarded considering nobody, like, why would they be fearful of it? Nobody ever gets away in the TVA. So, like, all these things about the TVA, they just slowly don't add up. And the more we're learning, the more distrusting I am of that judge. Um, because I feel like when when Loki realized that the TVA agents don't know that they're basically in their own kind of trance, somebody knows. Mm-hmm. Somebody has to know because somebody has to have done this. Mm-hmm. And when you reset people... If you're maybe what resetting means is that they employ them. I don't know. You know, at this point, who knows what they're doing, but yeah. it has to start somewhere. Yeah. And, and I mean, let's talk about this too. I mean, we've already seen with Mobius so far that he has like an obsession with the 90s, which I think is relatable. But, anyways, <laughs> yeah, he has like this obsession with the 90s. And, um, you know, you have the jet ski magazine. He loves jet skis, stuff like that. To me, what that first scene really shows is that Mobius is part of that too. Like sure. he's having those memories of being like a normal human living on Earth. Yeah. Probably in the 1990s. He's ridden a jet ski. Yeah. We've, and we've he's ridden a jet ski. 100%. And. So like, man, that's so crazy. And then the other thing too, like you said, is like, um, you have, well, like we get to that point, there's literally like two guards guarding an elevator that supposedly goes to the timekeepers. And I am not buying that. Like, that's so suspicious, man. I am not buying, even if the timekeepers or timekeeper was that powerful to just like white people's minds and make them believe that they're like on some sort of like duty, you know, type of situation where they have this job and they're supposed to be doing it and that's it. No, I'm not buying that. You're going to put two guards in front of a elevator that leads directly to you. I don't think so. Well, and they weren't even like standing there guarding either. They were just no. walking around. There's no telling if they're actually guards for the door or just happen to be walking down the hallway. Right. Like none of it seemed that crazy and that um, well orchestrated. It's almost like it, it is a facade. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. We just we keep learning more about the TVA. And the more we learn, the more it's hard to trust them. And uh, not having Mobius in this episode was very interesting because he is a very central figure to this story. Um, but not this story uh, that they're telling right now. So no. Um, what are some of the things that stood out to you with, I feel like we learned something, something about Loki that we've never learned before, maybe multiple things just from this episode, or at least seen him in a way that we've never seen him before, which is cool because he's been around for so long, but now he's got this solo you know, picture or whatever you want to call this, it's a series, but it's really kind of built out to be kind of like a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And we're getting some intimate scenes with him that we haven't seen him in before. Yeah, this was so different to me. Because, like, I was not expecting to see Loki like this either. Like, you know, the first two episodes, there were some comedic moments. Obviously, in episode two, more than episode one, where he's just kind of being funny and, like, has these, like, really smart, you know, (laughs) one-liners or whatever, like, you know... Uh, but, but in this episode, it was almost like he was like more human in a way, like he was kind of expressing, expressing himself. And I don't know that we've really seen Loki like that before, like maybe beginning of like Ragnarok, you kind of saw a lot of that like comedic side in him, but, uh, to this extent, no. And then also being open uh, with someone he doesn't even really trust was kind of interesting as well because it's almost as if he's like playing a game within a game because you think, I mean, it's Loki. So you obviously think that he's trying to do this for a certain reason, but like at the same time, it just, it comes across as genuine. Yeah. It didn't come off that way. Yeah. It came, it definitely came across as genuine to me. Like... It's almost like he's just really trying to relate and like uh, understand Sylvie in a way. It's rare that you see him in a vulnerable position. Yeah. Um, and it was also interesting to see like how he just easily got them on the train. Like I was, I think probably everybody was clamoring for him to just like, like become one of the soldiers or whatever guards or um, whatever they're called. And then for her to just enchant, enchant somebody, like that was the easiest way on the train. And she wanted to fight her way on. And he was like, no, just like, let's just walk on, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, he kind of used his brain power uh, while she was like ready to do whatever it took to fight her way in. And that was interesting because Loki, though he's quite quick witted and smart, he often takes the wrong paths to things. And he even looks like the, like the Jedi master in this situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he got drunk. So that like, <laughs> I'm guessing that is a big part of the reason he opened up and also gave himself away. Um, although I wonder how much really he can get drunk being a God. So I wonder how much of that might've been a little bit of a leading into the situation he was in. Yeah. So I don't know that I'm really not up to date on BAC for gods. Um, yeah, yeah, but, for real. Uh, yeah, it was, it was quite interesting to see him at a level playing field and appear very human. And she, after kind of like ridiculing him and talking trash in the last episode, was just like, okay, we need each other now, almost like uh, Bucky and Sam. Yeah. Where they're just kind of fighting back and forth, but then they also sit down and have like an intelligent conversation about things or an emotional conversation about things. And it's just been quite a roller coaster in one episode because they went from battling each other to teaming up with each other to exhaustion because they just realized they're going to die next to each other. Yeah. So quite a ride. Very, very, very crazy ride. Um, I have a few thoughts of like what possibly is going on too. Um, because it just seems so weird that things worked out the way that they worked out like 
Is it not odd that like Loki just kind of gets thrown from the train and then the uh, was it the Tim Tempad uh, breaks mm-hmm. and now they can't leave. Then they go to try to like board the shuttle and then the shuttle just gets wrecked, mm-hmm. gets destroyed. Like maybe that's set in stone, but like maybe, you know, maybe if it's somebody like Kang the Conqueror is actually the timekeeper, maybe he's like trying to keep them there and trying to kill them in a way or like just get rid of them because he knows what their their plan is or what their powers are. So, man, like there's... There's a lot of like, I think this episode's done, the, the 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 biggest thing that this has done, honestly, has I think furthered like speculation as to what our end goal is in this up, like in the series. Um, because yeah, there's there's just so many possibilities now. Like the possibilities are open to anything, which I think an episode or you know uh, one episode ago it wasn't like that one episode ago there was like a lot of speculation sure but like it was kind of like we're still in that feeling out process now it's like yeah here's your story do with it as you wish you know like uh obviously they've already written it and we'll see it play out but like for us right now in the moment after watching episode three speculation is going crazy right now as to how, where this is going to go I feel very strongly as though Mobius is going to save the two of them yeah 100%. Um, almost immediately in episode 4 yeah because they spent the entire episode on this one planet and there's still a lot to cover mm-hmm. so I don't expect some long drawn out plan because they don't have the time mm. um, and I feel like Mobius in a weird way, trusts Loki and maybe in a less weird way now that we realize maybe he's tapping into some of his human uh, emotion and memories. It's just, they're stuck. Like, they're dead right now unless somebody helps them. They, they really are stuck. And it has to be Mobius. That's the only guy that I can think of who would have the power and the knowledge of the um, thing, of the help that they need. Yeah, and he knows about the apocalypses. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so- and he's the one guy that Loki kind of, you know, went along with to you know for the ride so right yeah it it just feels like they need somebody to save them quick and it needs to be somebody with either superpowers or abilities within time and mobius just makes the most sense so i would expect in the first three to five minutes of the episode for mobius to come in and save them as um the moon is crashing onto the planet i just i can't see another way they get out like it seems too cheap for them to just find a way out now yeah, because um, they exhausted all their resources, and so I want to, I want to see Mobius make that save, and then I think we will see some version of like Mobius helping them from the inside while they do something on the outside. I'm not really sure where that's going to go, but that seems like the most likely to me. But then that brings up the question: Who is going to be like the bad guy? You yeah, know? yeah. And there's no, I have no good answer to that right now. So my my only guess, which has been really the same the entire series, is the judge has always given me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah. So I feel like Mobius acting out against the judge when um, Loki alerts him to what is actually happening is going to turn into those three fighting the TVA from within and on the outside. I would say... 
I don't know. I think that the judge is is suspicious and weird as the judge is. I would say uh, that I feel like there's a bigger bad at play. And I think that the judge is kind of like, once again, she's kind of like playing her part just as much as Mobius is playing his part. And, um, you know, it, it does kind of seem like maybe the judge, but I just feel like that's a little too easy. And I don't think that anything in this series has been like easy. So I, I think it's kind of like Scooby-Doo, right? Like, Fred gets suspicious of the one character and he's like, oh, that's definitely the monster. And then that dude's just like a creepy guy that's on the corner, like with no correlation to the actual monster. I think that's how this is going to kind of play out like a Scooby-Doo episode where uh, you're, you're suspicious of the judge for a long time. And then like maybe episode five, it's revealed that the judge is just once again, kind of like playing her part just as much as Mobius is. So and you're pointing boom. hardest towards like a Kang Kang the Conqueror or or, or somebody like that for sure being the one because I don't think I I think if anything this episode kind of proved that maybe the timekeepers aren't really a thing I that 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 somebody else is pulling the strings why would you take an elevator to get to these powerful gods exactly that seems so silly yeah but then again you have to think too I mean this is like a magical thing that elevator can go anywhere like that's Willy Wonka you know what I mean like that elevator could live. Yes, but like, that place is so big. Yeah, well, like Harry Potter too. The, the elevators, elevators in the uh, uh, what was that place called? It was in like the uh, was it the Order of the Phoenix movie? They get in the elevators and they're just kind of like going all over the place, going crazy. Elevators. There was an elevator. Yeah. It oh, was you're talking about the, like, the Ministry of Magic. Ministry of Magic. That's right. Gotcha. Yes. Um. So yeah. Uh, could definitely be some kind of thing like that where like the elevator goes up and then it like hits a portal and then boom. Right. Like they're somewhere. Not even close. I wonder how big the TVA is. Like, obviously it's massive. Like, like Chicago sized, even maybe, I don't know, (laughs) but like, is it like the planet? Like, is it a planet sized place? Like I'm not trying to see how big that thing really is for real. We, we do need some like specs on this thing because that's, that's going to, like how many people have they taken? Yeah. And where and why did they take these people? Were they people that all went against the timeline or did they just like at a certain point just start like recruiting and picking people off? Well, it was revealed that they were variants. Yeah. So, um but here's the thing, here here's the thing too is if you're a variant, then that implies that you did something that went against the timeline. It implies that you did something that once again went against the TVA, in my opinion. Yeah, exactly. And they set the rules. Exactly. So, if this is a big bad, then he or she or whatever is literally just, I think, taking people just to have people. It's like a puppeteer situation. Yeah. Like, I have this immense power. I'm just going to create all this chaos. And, because I can. <laughs> so, um... Yeah, I, I think for me personally, I think I'm kind of leaning more towards a bigger bad. Um, just I don't know. It just seems it seems a little too easy to just for me to just focus in on on the judge. Yeah, I, I mean, do think she's suspicious. Kang is still my and like the guy that's running everything 
person because I still have him as the the final credit scene and whatnot. Well, you think the judge knows more? Like, I think the judge is working for him. Yeah, gotcha. I, I think the judge is is complicit. Mm. Um, and if she has godlike powers, I wouldn't be surprised either. But she may be like Halloween Town, where mm. she's being given extra abilities because she's holding suit you know right like here's your invincibility shield as long as you continue to keep my my workers in my like think about it there's probably millions of these workers and she's the one like judge right like that's there's a only lot one, of power a, yeah that's a that's and she's the only power. one that can talk to the timekeepers which gives her that priest like you know massive power so it's it's really it's suspicious very very suspicious very suspicious. I'm going to keep knocking on her door until they prove me wrong. And, and I'm fine with that if she's not, because, you know, I would love to be absolutely shocked by the reveal. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's just not, she's not vibing with me right. And she feels like a true authority figure, which Marvel tends to unmask as not as pure as they Kind seem. of like uh, old boy from uh, Iron this, Man. Uh, Sword? In Any of them. WandaVision? They're all the same. Yeah. Uh, they hide behind the veil of uh, what's right. Right. Exactly. But what's right is, is subjective. Exactly. Uh, that's that's the perfect way to put it. What's right is subjective. Um, episode four. Turn. Yeah. <laughs> right turn. <laughs> right turn. That's subjective. Unless it's a diagonal turn, like through Chicago. Oh. Is that right or is that like diagonal? Uh, it is diagonal. It is diagonal. Does it count as right turn i don't know i think it counts as right it's like a fork it's on your right it's a fork in the road i've never seen a fork that's pointed diagonally (laughs) true um episode four so yeah i definitely think mobius would be popping in pretty early save the day because I, i think there's a lot of stuff at play right now where it's almost like he has to because the tin pad's broken. There's no fixing it. The arc's ways... Gone. Huh? The arc's gone. The arc's gone. And there's really no way off the planet. This is an apocalyptic event. They can't fly. They can't fly. Even if they did go anywhere, no one can track them now. Because they're in 2077 off of a planet that just got destroyed and blown up. So even if Mobius was to travel to that planet and they're gone... How is he going to know exactly where they're at? He's not. So there's no way of tracking him. So it's almost as if like episode four like has to literally start with him popping up out of a portal and being like, all right, come on. And then, yeah. My guess is they'll throw us into a flashback scenario to make us feel like we're not going to get that. And then I think we'll get Mobius. Um, we could get like Mobius, what, what was going on with him in that amount of time as well yeah we could get a tva episode yeah and where at the end he would come and save them possibly because there's not there's not too many places left to visit based on the trailer Mm-mm. um there's still new york um i can't even remember which places are left but there's not many no they've covered quite a bit and since they had the dagger scene at the tva the vormir looking thing um what was the plant that they visited Oh, uh, uh, I can't remember. Yeah, I can't either. I, I um, really can't remember. We'll have to go back. It was something <laughs> one, though. Yeah, something one. Um, I wonder if that's in the same solar system as, as Vormir. 
maybe be intrigued to find out uh but yeah yeah. it seems like we've seen pretty much everything except for new york and maybe one or two things that came up really fast so i don't think the train was in it at all but i may be mistaken Uh, yeah i don't think the the train was in the trailer i love train scenes train scenes are awesome and i've never even really like been on a train ever in my life (laughs) but like I don't it think that has seems, anything to do with the scene. It, it seems like an awesome experience. <laughs> Those trains experience. are a lot different than anything we're getting on. Yeah, I'm, no, like seriously though, any train scene in any movie seems like awesome. Like it just enhances things for me. But I've never been on a train. So I, I don't know what that whole experience is like. I'm probably going to be massively disappointed when I ride a train. I just like rich time. people train scenes because they're cool looking. For sure. Like for the, sure. no, trains are awful lamentus one is the name of the yeah lamentus i knew it was a la 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 one that's lebron james one lollipop one right yeah um so yeah i mean the i think guess the theme of the episode was getting to know these two characters figuring out how they get along or don't get along and but did you recognize that actress that played the the wife she looked familiar to me she did look familiar I couldn't remember who she is. I definitely don't know the name, but no, I definitely feel like I've seen her before. Yeah, I like how Loki thought he was gonna be able to outsmart her after saying something, and then two seconds later, oh, the husband ends appears. Up, yeah, ends up Come on, on the, man. Like that was such a horrible plan. poor try. Poor, you failed. Uh, I do think there there is something kind of interesting, like. Sylvie doesn't know that her magic is like useless in the TVA at first. Mm -hmm. Like she tried to knock dude out or like take over his body, whatever. And, uh, didn't work. That was kind of interesting because you think as much as she knows about the TVA, she would know that that was a thing. But she's so planned out, but her plan of attack to get on the train is to beat people up. It threw me off. Yeah, definitely. Not the greatest planner in the world. Apparently. No. And she was interesting because another episode goes goes by. We're not exactly sure she, who she is because mm-hmm. she basically said, how am I not like a Loki? And she took offense to it. Mm-hmm. So as in, I am a Loki and I just don't like to be called that because my name is, is Sylvie. But continues to use the word enchant, both of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just like she does. It seems like they're portraying her as a Loki right now yeah um and that could be changed in the future but she also is very non-committal to like i am a loki like she's maybe eventually she'll be proud and come out and say that but uh if she's not um then i wouldn't be shocked either at this point so somewhere in the middle one thing i do want to say too is i would be very intrigued if ickle i've never known how to pronounce his name i think it's ickle if he's ever brought into this show or if we ever get any kind of indication of him popping up in this show because tell me about him. every every sh- series so far we have gotten a hint of some young avenger right we had wiccan and speed in wandavision we had uh what's his name uh was it isaiah bradley i can never remember isaiah bradley names. and um, um his grandson. His grandson is Elijah. Elijah Bradley. Thank you. We got Elijah Bradley in Falcon and Winter Soldier. 
So with this series, Ickle seems to be like the one, and and I'm probably completely butchering the name, but oh well. Yeah, it's basically Loki spelled backwards. Oh, okay. I K O L. So. L O L. Ickle. 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 Ickle sounds cooler than Ickle, but definitely Ickle sounds like a meme. Like <laughs> that's what Tony Stark would call him about to like as he's about to fight him. <laughs> like. <laughs> Sort of way, Ickle. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. So uh, it would be very interesting though if they if they do anything with that because they've already had this precedent set of introducing some kind of Young Avenger character uh, in these series, and if they keep up with that, then yeah, I think it's definitely going to be Ickle or Ickle, um, which even that even kind of brings along its own scene like that has to be its own its own thing which would be probably like at the end of episode six i would assume who's his parents uh to be honest i do not remember okay uh i just know that he's like a younger loki he comes to him on his own though like he's very powerful I believe there's this like really cool scene actually where it's just the two of them like speaking in like the comic book. Um, it's kind of uh, kind of like an iconic type situation for people who really like the Young Avengers, mm-hmm. uh, because it's just a, a pretty neat conversation that they have. Um, but yeah, I think I think that he has to be in the series. Like at some point, even if it's not his own scene, even if it's not like a five minute or a 10 minute thing, even if it's just like a cameo or like a throwaway type situation. Uh, what, well, what we would assume would be a throwaway type situation, but it's not. Um, because, yeah, it just seems kind of weird, right? Like the first two Disney Plus series that they have, they introduce characters from the Avengers. Uh, you, they have to introduce somebody, right? Mm-hmm. So based on what they've done. Yeah. Yeah. So now that we're halfway through this series, let's kind of reassess. Yeah. Based on what we thought previously and now what we're we're dealing with now. Um when we talked about theme and purpose yeah. and story, um, do you remember some of your main things related to Loki's journey within this series? I think that I was going with theme being, uh, oh my gosh, uh, I don't even remember what my, uh, what I thought the theme was for this whole situation from episode one and two. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously it's, it's changed episode three as much as it wasn't like crazy and there weren't any like amazing revelations. There was like one revelation in the entire episode to me, but it wasn't like they were bombarding you with all this like new information or like this crazy stuff. It was just like that one thing. And that one thing just so happens to like tilt the entire series in a new direction. So, I mean the series preview, we talked a lot about, 
time yeah. being time. the main character really yeah and, and um, the multiverse was was a thing we kind of felt like the multiverse was going to be popping off at the end of the series like this is where it would begin really well i think that was mostly after the first couple episodes yeah um but talking about like series preview stuff series preview yeah yeah because that you know mm. one episode that that doesn't change a whole lot but no as far as like series preview to now there's been a lot of changes yeah um and i think once again it's a little bit more centrally focused than we expected mm-hmm. um the broader vision of this is not too macro right now um we could be still be proven wrong with that we, we've obviously got a lot of branches going crazy in the uh little multiversal situation we got going on but um initially i think i said a lot of a lot of what i was saying was based on the learning of time um loki kind of continuing his journey from 2012 loki to becoming who he truly is meant to be again um we talked some about him rediscovering you know some of the goodness in him because he really didn't seen any of it yet because he hadn't had uh, anything past avengers one um and so we are starting to see that and i think we got a little bit of that right but i think some of the main misses we've had so far is that it's been so specific to uh time stuff early on that is way more than we ever even thought mm-hmm. and then we're also getting knee deep in loki storytelling which shouldn't have shocked us because each show has kind of done that but we're we're getting more loki um scenes just as a character v- development than i think we planned for i would 100 percent agree with that because i i had zero zero like expectations going into this show because i didn't know what to think like like you said i think we had a a good idea that time was going to be a massive element in this whole thing um but once again we kind of undersold that too because of how crucially important it really is um and, and there's just so many like we're, we're, we're really getting like fine details of the Loki character that I just did not see happening. Like this episode three, if you would have just shown this to me, you know, a month ago, I'd be like, well, what is this? Like, <laughs> this is not Loki. Like this is no, no shot. But, uh, man, I, I just, once again, like these shows continue to, take something that we know and like put it through like this evolution process in front of us and like like we saw with with WandaVision like we saw with Falcon and the Winter Soldier you have an idea of where the show could go based off of what you know previously from the character but they're going to introduce some new things for you for that character specifically that like overall actually change the outcome of the series so like Loki I would have had no that there was no way that I would have known that this show could possibly end with him having not even really like a love interest but like a bond 
like you said, with with somebody. Like, no chance. But here we are. And that's interesting to me because, you know, we, we have zero clue how this show is going to end. We like, like I said you know, earlier, like the speculation is, you know, there, there's so many, so many things that could happen. Um, but, uh, yeah, just the idea of him having a love interest is, is cool. Uh, it's different. It's interesting. The fact that he's like so vulnerable, uh, for an entire episode, really. Um, the Mobius character, uh, I felt like he was going to be very important because why would you cast Owen Wilson for a role that's like not important? But at the same time, knowing Mobius from the comics, like he's kind of an integral character anyways. Um, but like, yeah, like this, this show has been so far. I think it's actually the best, the best show. I'm I'm just going to say it, man. I, I really liked Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but, uh, as far as, really keeping you on your toes and like getting the speculation, the speculative part of your brain, like firing the show's doing it for me, man. It's like, it's like WandaVision, but like multiplied by 10 to me. Mm -hmm. And WandaVision was insane. Like WandaVision was crazy cool, but I'm thoroughly enjoying this Loki series and that's another thing too that I going in I didn't think I would really like it this much oh really yeah like going into the show like pre-show pre-episode one I didn't know that I was like really gonna love this show I thought I would kind of like enjoy it but uh nah I'm fully invested in it now do you remember your bold predictions because I had two and it was Mobius being much larger character than we anticipated and um, him being in the MCU afterwards. Mm. And two was that Kang the Conqueror would be revealed in the final scene of the series. Um, so to update that, I feel far less strong now about my Mobius prediction. I don't think he's as big of a character as I anticipated. Um, I think there was moments that told me I was maybe correct and moments that have said he's not just the way I'm feeling it out right now. It doesn't seem like he would be in the MCU moving forward, um, especially with the reveal that he may just happen to be some random human that happens to work for the TVA. And uh, Kang, i I slightly less um, confident just because I think the way the series is growing, it's gone from like big and bold to now more grounded. And the more grounded something becomes, the less likely uh, a godlike character like Kang would appear. Right. I do still hold on to it. I'm not going to, you know, get rid of that one. And I do think Mobius has a chance to move on as well. But I would say for my predictions, it's like a C, C plus so far on my stuff. I don't know if you can still remember your series preview predictions. I can't really remember. I, I know that I had one with like time being basically like the main character yeah that was quite bold for yeah (laughs) loki Um, show about time (laughs) yeah like um but uh i don't really remember any of the other like bold predictions that i would have had 
Um, I will say that Kang does seem like it's a very strong possibility because uh, one little detail that I've always noticed and even one of our fans on Facebook pointed it out as well when they show the timekeepers statues or like their faces on the wall they always zoom in on one it's never all three they always zoom in on one even in the end credits there's the one face and that one face kind of just looks like a distorted image of what could be Kang the Conqueror's face um so I would never rule it out I would never rule it out it's always going to be like to me until we get some kind of like knockdown kind of scene that's going to seal the door on it like and it's just like no it's not happening until we get that it's always going to be like 50 50 for me on if we actually get king in in the end or not so uh just because he has such close ties with the tva in the comics um it just makes sense that he would be the one that kind of like overthrows everything and then throws everything into like this crazy loop so yeah um yeah, because uh, in the comics you have that similar backstory of like all of the all of the people who work in the TVA were created by the timekeepers and stuff like that. And Kang goes on trial multiple times for crimes against the timeline, stuff like that, or like abuse of power in, in terms of time travel. Uh, so it it totally makes sense in this series that they would go that direction that like King the Conqueror is like uh, the one of, you know, the one who takes over the TVA. It would be <laughs> how hilarious would it be if Tony Stark's just chilling up at the top of the elevator? <laughs> just like, oh, hey, Mark uh, 12, yeah, Mark 12,000. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. It's got like gold plated, crazy, insane armor. That's just like, Hulkbuster times a thousand. Hey, <laughs> you know, I'll rule it out. <laughs> yeah. Um, since we are at the half point and we did make predictions in the series preview, uh, this is the time, I guess, to amend them since we only have three episodes left. So, yeah. As far as where you think, based on the most updated information we have of this episode, uh, what are your series ending predictions now? Like, what do you see moving forward? You could take that for whatever you you, you uh, think is best. Hmm. Wow. So one thing I'm really curious about, and I've been curious about, and I think we both have been, uh, and we've both said it multiple times, is resetting. Like, mm-hmm. what is resetting? Right, uh, they refuse to define it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I want to see what that entails and I want and I think that uh the resetting is you going back to your original timeline. I don't right. think it's anything crazy. I I just think that it's it's you going back to your original timeline. You lo- you no longer have a purpose. It's either that or if it is like a Kang situation like maybe like Kang or Dr. Doom or somebody like that. You know, we're not going to get 
I'm not going to get too crazy, but like it would make sense if you have a if a powerful character like King the Conqueror or a powerful character like Doctor Doom or somebody like that that's taking over the TVA that the resetting would basically mean like imprisonment. Like you go back to who you were, but you're not on earth anymore. Like you're not living your life through the timeline, stuff like that. You are literally living outside the bounds of time imprisoned for eternity. That seems like a super villain type situation to me. So maybe that's what resetting is. And that's why it's feared. Uh, okay. Then what is pruning? If that's resetting. Um, pruning, maybe that's just death. I don't know. Then how do they get their employees? How do they get their employees? Now that we know that they're just people that they've sentenced. Mm-hmm. Uh, what uh, would turn them into employees? Because something has to happen to do that. I think it would have to be a meeting with the timekeepers at some point, right? Or who, who they I think is the timekeeper. Because if Kang is running the show, then he's the one that's pulling the strings and he's the one that's got them believing that they are from some sort of magical thing, which also is another thing, too. If Kang the Conqueror is running the show, what kind of magic is he using in which... Like, that seems like a domain-type situation. That's like a Doctor Strange-type thing. Well, Mobius said he's never met the timekeeper, so yeah. for him to be taken, it would have had to be something that he was unaware of. Yeah. So which that's why I think... also lead to Kang. Well, you'd either need to be... It would either be resetting or it would be something you'd have to be sentenced to something i don't know what it is mm -hmm. but it has to be done without your knowledge so if resetting doesn't mean turning you into employee maybe when you are pruned you are actually not dead you are summoned to an, an eternal job at the tva or something like that right i don't know but it's, at some point there has to be a system or an action that turns them into an employee has to be but i would assume that that would just be him just grabbing people like Kang, Kang just like you think he has the time to grab million, millions of people over well he probably would have already done it and it's probably easy for him like if well, he if he's like the girl's from it. earth though and yeah earth is only so many years old with humans so and you could if also this is eternal then he would have had to keep doing it over and over so i don't think i wouldn't buy Kang being involved in that personally at least not maybe directly not. you could also say Probably every single one of these people is from Earth, though, too. Maybe. I would assume. That wouldn't make any sense, though. <laughs> Are there jet skis on Titan? <laughs> like. Yeah, but like considering TVA is supposed to be an eternal all-time thing, Earth obviously is not even close to no, nowhere being involved near. in that. So, but so something's not adding up. TVA also has been lying and kind of, you know, doing a lot of shady stuff in general. But maybe the TVA is also separate from Kang in general. Kang just kind of keeps them from knowing what he's doing and makes them stay operational. You know, I don't know. There's a possibility maybe that like Kang in one of these timelines takes over Earth and uses that army, which is now TVA employees, which are under his own kind of like mind manipulation. It could be. Then he takes over the TVA with that arm with that force okay so, so with the idea that 
we may or may not know what pruning, resetting, all of that stuff is. We have to see it at some point. What is what is the final episode look like to you as far Oof. as just a vague shape? Maybe mm. not storyline to perfection, but what's the general thing that we're going to end this thing with, you, do you think, at this point? And the fact that it's this hard is proves, like, the this show is so The show windy. is crazy, yeah. And it has to be directed or directly correlated to these branches, right? The like ones the that branches are, that are splitting off. Because those maybe. are all still going wild right now. Yeah, maybe so. Um, and I think we'll get some answers into that too. But the, the biggest thing to me too is it, there's just so much deception with the TVA that like, does that even matter? You know what I mean? Like it probably, it, it matters to us right now because you can see the expression from the employees of the TVA. But if the employees of the TVA are just like mind wiped people who are just kind of doing this job that they're told to do, how important really is it? You know what I mean? Like maybe this whole singular timeline thing really never was a thing. And it was just some kind of, you know, we talked about that in episode two, I think that it was just basically like a scare tactic for position of power. Um, so, man they definitely are real and they definitely do things that are real yeah for sure in that thought it's whether or not they were there in the first place Mm -hmm. because they talked about in the previous episode how the timekeepers are currently yes uh, trying to snip the epilogue which would be the end of time Mm -hmm. um and so they apparently they figured out the beginning of time and they're figuring out the ends of time yeah right now but that's also like super cheesy. Like, yeah, that's that seems like something a, you'd make up. Yeah, that's not a thing. That's just weird. Like, yeah. oh, they're trying to figure out the end of the story. That's not real. It's like, how do they know it's <laughs> the end? You know, I don't know. Yeah, that's a, that's where Drax comes in. That's not a real thing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I would say this is where the speculation has to be reeled back in a thousandfold because when you consider we have three episodes left, uh, yeah, I don't know. I- I'm very hopeful that there'll be a Kang reveal, but with three episodes left, you you almost have to go that route that you were talking about with that, like the grounded route in which maybe it's just the judge that's because there's only there's not that much time you can't i don't think you can really fully tell a kang type story in oh basically no, two episodes zero percent chance kang's getting a storyline because i, I always four, predicted that maybe he'd get a name mentioned or we'd see him for one scene that's it i would hope that's that it would the just maximum. be seeing him for for one scene he's not going to be involved in the story there's no chance but uh yeah that this man I can't even begin to see where this thing goes, to be honest. I, I really can't because there's just not that much time left and there's still a lot of like unanswered questions. Well, I think we'll see a lot of the TVA continuing to control these branches. Um, I think Loki uh, ends up finding a way out of this and back into the MCU at this point. It just seems like he's made for more now. Um, and I think with Lady Loki or Sylvie or whoever she is, 
um, her time will have been served in this uh, universe through this TV series. I think this is only the, t the only time she's going to be in it. Um, and I think she's going to, in a way, help Loki. And I think they'll help each other, but I think our Loki is going to be the only one that makes it out of this. Mm -hmm. And I do think we see these TVA agents um, released to their um, Earth timelines again. So that's yeah. my all-time prediction based on the new episodes we've gotten. I say Loki goes back to present day. Uh in that timeline so like after in game not 2012 yeah that's right uh, I say Mobius hmm I, it's hard to see where Mobius goes because Mobius could be that character that either gets the send off of sacrificing like a sacrifice play to the greater good just so they can write him off or maybe he just kind of lives out his life on earth you know what I mean that's mine like he kind of we see him in the end actually riding a jet ski yeah I think that could possibly happen at this point yeah I think that's a that's a great possibility uh, with Enchantress or whoever I see her kind of like disappearing in the shadows type situation where she's going to find her way out and get out of there and live out her life kind of like a tweener. Neither good, but also never truly a villain. Just kind of, you know, doing her thing. Because uh, I think that she's, I, I don't know, I can't see them just like introducing her just to like drop her. You know, which could easily happen. Like, I just think that she would be better suited for uh, having a, a another another like like if they did a season two of Loki. You know what I mean? That would be sure. Kinda, That'd be a no-brainer. Yeah. So, um, another thing too is the, the probably the biggest question that I have. What does this tie into? Because once again, you know, we made that connection with the Young Avengers and these Disney Plus series. The Disney Plus series have also tied directly into movies. Yeah, I'm still on Ant-Man. Um, I would be on Ant-Man. I don't know, though, man. I, it's hard to not think of Loki and not think of Thor. In the same in the same like breath, so and, and Thor's also coming soon, as well, just as Ant Man is. Um, so, I, I don't mean, know, man. I think I, uh, I get that. I've also seen the that Marvel said Loki and Thor's time or story has been written. So yeah. they they said we're pretty much done with those two as buddy cops. Um, so I didn't take that into consideration before because it really kind of recently came out, but I could see them kind of being like, okay, we've done what we can with them. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, you could also always see an appearance. We do still need to see um, Matt Damon and uh, 
uh, Hemsworth as the fake Loki and fake Thor in this series. Yeah. So I'm guessing we'll be in Asgard at some point. Have to be. But I don't know if we'll see the real ones together uh, more than a scene or two in the future, but we'll see. Um, and if that's the case, what is the future for Loki? Because if he's not... From what we've seen in this series, it wouldn't, it wouldn't make sense to just bring in Loki for no reason and to just have him there if he's not going to be somewhat have some kind of relationship with Thor you know what I mean like we actually saw him like kind of tearing up and emotional when he sees the his life played out in front of him and he sees that he's closer with his brother in the future yeah in a way so it would serve it to me it would serve no storyline purpose for them to keep Loki in that same universe when Thor exists, but keep them separated from each other. Uh, so I don't, I don't really know, man. I I, see that this is where it, it gets so interesting because the speculation is there, but it's like, man, there's too many like parameters that to me that are just like closed off from happening. Like, uh, like you know that there has to like for me it's like you know that you have to have some kind of young avenger setup in the series you have to have some sort of setup into a, a future movie future project for the for the MCU um but like character wise this is interesting because for the first time it's like this is a character that this almost feels like a finale for them in a way for me yeah because what does loki do in the future of the mcu i don't see see a lot right and he's not a character that can just lay dormant because people we've talked about this in before the series that people love the loki character and they love tom hiddleston so you're just gonna continue to keep them in the universe but never show them and never have them like it, what is he going to do cameo appearances like is he Stan Lee now I don't think so he's too popular of a character for that so I don't know man it it could tie into Ant-Man 3 for sure easily um, but like I said it's just so hard for me to not see it how it could possibly tie into Thor I, I think it still ties into Thor somehow. I'm going to get into my Regis Philbin. Is that your final answer? That's my final answer. Thor. Okay. That was a long last two minutes. <laughs> yeah. An anguishing two minutes. Well, no, it's just you have to talk this stuff out. <laughs> yeah. Because you can't. It's This is the most complex and complicated series that we've had. Yeah. Like there's. Because with WandaVision, you knew that the characters would be going on. You knew that they would we be. We knew directly where they yeah. were going. Yeah. We were told. There's no direction for this. Like, there's no like actual nailed down detail that says this person's gonna pop up in this series. Yeah. So, yeah, there was. You have to talk this out. You have to, you know, see where everything could possibly go. Yeah, I, I see his future uh, still with the MCU. I don't see. I I think a little bit differently than you in that aspect because I do see a small role for him 
and I don't think Kevin Feige cares what the fans think um, right. based on whether it's good or not is what he cares about. Um, so I do see Loki having small roles in the future, but not a lot of them, just enough to kind of bridge the gap between this old crew and the new crew. Because uh, there's only so many people that are available from that last crew that still are, um, you know, alive yeah. or you know and he's not one of them right now so if he can find a way to bridge the gap i wouldn't be shocked uh, i don't think he'll be an ant-man i just think this storyline will lead to kang which will lead to obviously ant-man yeah so that makes the most sense to me and beyond that you know like i said uh, the main things what i said before where i think it's going to go uh the tva i think will be kind of uh blown up and that is why uh, Kang will be revealed to the world as in need of more power. So when the TVA is taken away from him, he'll no longer have that branch to use his power. And so he will go after maybe those who he thinks took it from him. So I, I do think uh, he'll be strong in this MCU future. I do think it's a shot. He's still the big bad. And I'm holding to that prediction that he will either appear in the last scene or will be referenced his name somewhere. He'll pop up in that final scene and lead us into the next uh, movie, which would be uh, Ant-Man and the Quantumania or whatever. Ant-Man Quantumania, I think, is the... Yeah, something like that. Or something unto the Quantumania or <laughs> things like that. Yeah. Uh, every movie's got a, a phrase nowadays. For real. Uh, yeah, that's where I'm at with things. Um, I'm super excited. I think next episode is going to be similar to this one. I think it's going to be uh, TBA somewhat slow-paced. I think we've figured out that episode five is usually the best one of the series as far as action goes. And uh, it usually sets us up for quite a wild ride in the finale that sometimes they don't have enough time to pack everything into. Mm -hmm. So I'm very excited. I think next week is going to solve very few answers. Um, or solve very few questions, I should say. And uh, then I think episodes five, five is going to give us pretty much everything that we need to know and will just set us up for the enjoyment of watching episode six. So I'm yes. super excited to get there. I'm ecstatic. I will say this too. This has gone by way too fast. <laughs> halfway we're, there. We're halfway there, like already, and doesn't seem right. But... Natasha's movie's uh, right around the corner too. Yeah, that's that's the like the silver lining, I guess, in the whole thing is that you know here we are. This is June twenty third, so we have three more episodes, four, five, and six. That would be July fourteenth, which would be your birthday. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, man, um, we've got Black Widow, and then Shang Chi. Shang Chi's coming out. Eternals. It won't be too much longer. Yeah. The Eter she Eternals come out. I yeah. can't remember which TV shows are coming out either later this year or early 2022. I think She-Hulk is one of them. They're all on the way. And then you have uh, Spider-Man in December. Oh, that's right. December. So, yeah. They're, 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 we're we're kind of getting on a roll here. And so Doctor Strange, yep. Thor. Um, there's more in 2022. I can't remember right now, but. Yeah, there's there's a it's lot be a of wild stuff. ride. Yep, I'm so excited, man, because it's I think it's 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 just gonna be like a domino effect after this. I don't oh think God. we're really gonna have a break anymore. 
right? Not really. Because we had a, a big break. It seemed like we had a big break. I don't know exactly how many days it was, but... I mean, we'll have, like, months at a time between movies. Um, right. But that movies can kind of last for a while. Mm-hmm. And the, the impact that they have are usually more impactful than TV shows. We'll, we'll see how that moves going forward. Um, we want to say thank you for listening. Uh, always appreciated. If you could leave a review, if you're enjoying it, we would really um, appreciate it because that helps us a lot and it makes us a little bit more visible so more people can uh, see us. And the more people that listen to us, the more time and effort we can put into this, though. It's a lot already, <laughs> but it's fun. Um, and follow us on Facebook or give us a like on Facebook at the Marvel Guys Podcast. We're on Instagram, same thing. Twitter, same thing. And uh, if you guys ever want to talk about anything, you just let us know on Facebook. We're always available, always willing to chat with you. And uh, we will have some cool stuff coming out pretty soon. Of course, we've got Loki episode uh, four, five, six coming up. Black Widow, as we just mentioned. And we will be covering every major Marvel movie, TV show, uh, news, whatever it is, we're going to be taking care of it. So uh, always, always uh, better when we have people helping us and talking to us and listening to us. So we really appreciate that. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a wild ride. Um, but look forward to hearing what, what you guys think of, of the show so far uh, and what kind of speculation you guys have. Uh, well, I think that's probably one of the, the, the coolest part of, of doing the podcast, honestly, is w- when you're able to reach out to people and, and create a community in which people can kind of just give you their speculation as well. And then we can all kind of uh, talk about a show that we love and then do all this kind of cool stuff together. Uh, I enjoy it thoroughly. Looking forward to, uh, you know, watch parties in the future and... Uh, probably another Q and A stuff like that. Just interacting with you guys—it's always so much fun. So uh, definitely hit us up on Facebook, all the stuff, Instagram, Twitter, whatever. We're we're uh, always down to chat. <laughs> all right, y'all, stay mischievous. Peace. <laughs>